everyone. My name is Rose, and at least once a year, I forget one of my primary family members' birthdays. And I'm Alexandra, and my parents have to remind me to do things sometimes. And my name is Sal, and I had a really good description of myself, but I forgot what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD. This is episode 13. Family with ADHD. So yeah, so yes, welcome my father to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So for starters, if you want to just give a quick introduction about yourself, just kind of say like, uh, I don't know, like one or two things like about your life and then what your relationship with ADHD is. Well, uh, we have been, uh, I was born and raised on Long Island, New York, and we have been living in Gettysburg for uh, since 1987. I'm married 37 years to my wonderful wife, Joan, and uh, Alexandra happens to be my daughter. Happens to be? That's happens how we got be. him. That, that's how that works. Just right? it, it wasn't, right. you don't know how it happened, it just happened. So I was one of those people um, from a generation that really wasn't diagnosed uh, with ADHD, but when I learned about you know, what it was, I realized that I had it, and I've had it all my life, and uh, so I've been able to learn certain coping uh, mechanisms that have helped, but clearly it still, you know, gets in my way uh, more frequently than I would like. Same. So uh, today's thought or theme is we're just going to be talking about family. So we've got Alexandra's dad here. Yep. We're going to be talking about family dynamics, anything from awkward family get-togethers and family reunions to like who does the dishes. We're going to do For our, starters, med- our little disclaimer. We're going to do our disclaimer. That, that we are not medical professionals. Not doctors. Neither not is my father, borders. even though he'd like to I think he is. I said that joke already last time. Um, what? I, I made a joke that I had made before. Oh, well. Anyways. I had forgotten about it. Very ADHD. That happens. So, yeah, we're not medical professionals. Neither is my father. Um, even though he's But we are passionate like people. He is. But... Yes, we are passionate people about our own experiences. And we are community builders and mental health advocates and all of the above. Yeah. Yes. Except so, for not medical professionals. That's the only thing we're not. <laughs> so yeah, we did some Everybody research. Everybody knows how it goes. That's a, sorry, that's like a slam poem, like a famous slam poem. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> research. research. So yeah, I looked up uh, from a website called PubMed.gov and the author of this of this abstract is i believe this is the author this is the only name here dieter deckert it could be something that i'm misreading but anyways so basically it says adg symptoms run in families however relatively little is known about the ways in which parents symptoms might additively and interactively work with the parenting environment to influence and be influenced by the developmental trajectory of symptoms in children and adolescents cool I mean, my um, neither of my parents really had ADHD symptoms or anything like that. Um, but maybe they like had like a little bit here and there of ADHD type of stuff. But that's really interesting. Well, one of them would have your had, experience. One of them would have had to have ADHD for you to have it, right? I don't think no. necessarily Is it not genetic. I mean, I think like maybe mental health uh, challenges can be passed down from generation to generation. Um, but I, I mean, my mom definitely does not have ADHD and my dad uh, didn't either. They had other like challenges and stuff like that, but they weren't really ADHD related. I think if anything, my dad maybe had some inattentive symptoms. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. 
But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but you would probably have more to say on that because. Yeah, because my father has ADHD, which well, is a time and a half. <laughs> well, my personal experience is that there are many members of my family that I know uh, are afflicted. Uh, my brother, probably to some degree, not as much as I, uh, but he has three sons who all uh, show, you know, pretty strong symptoms. Absolutely. Well, I saw it this weekend. Let's be careful yeah. of making generalizations, though. No, but it's not a bad thing. Like, I have it, you have it. It's it's like one of, like, it's not a generalization. It's just uh, a, a observation. Yeah, I mean, I have a cousin that also has AD, ADD. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, the main thing that doesn't really run in my family is the hyperactivity. Like, I'm, like, always the loudest one at family gatherings yeah. or like the one, I mean, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so most outgoing. No, you know. I mean, not even most outgoing. Like I have other outgoing family members, but I would say like, you know, when I have dinner with like my mom and my aunt and my grandma and my cousin who I like, we eat, we have meals a lot together. Like I feel like I'm the most impulsive one. Like I'm the most likely to like suddenly in the middle of dinner, want to get up and go get something to show everyone mm -hmm. yeah that makes that makes sense knowing you yeah 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 i've had experiences like that for sure it's uh but it's not a bad thing it's just uh you know it's just your thing it is what it is yeah um so i guess uh we can kind of ask we have a couple questions in mind to ask you to kind of like uh make sure that we're bringing you into the conversation. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, um, and we can all really answer this, but this is primarily for you, which is in general, like how has your ADHD and the varying symptoms that come from it affected your family relationships and dynamics? Well, it's a lot. <laughs> well, no, it is a lot, but uh, you know, certainly the person most affected by my, uh, uh, behavior, my symptoms is Joan, my wife. And uh, so, you know, but she's also the person most responsible for helping me, you know, get a handle on it and, and uh, sort of uh, corral me into into staying focused on a, on a certain task. It is worth mentioning that when she was in school, like college and un undergrad and then grad school, she went for psychology. Yeah. So she, she doesn't have the degree because she didn't finish for reasons we won't discuss well she has an undergraduate degree but she has an undergraduate degree so she has psychology backgrounding in that in that sense oh sure yeah so that definitely helps but i i i had uh you know the the leg jitters and the tapping and the the drumming at my desk in school uh, yeah i do too and all that sort of thing and uh people who who do who have that know that it's sort of one of those mechanisms that keeps you going in in a certain direction um, but there are certain times where it's really not appropriate and you really should try to, you know, if, you know, if you're in a group of people, if you're at a business meeting, if you are, you know, a number of way, a number of, uh, circumstances where you, where I would have a desire to, you know, really just be, uh, still, you know, that doesn't work for me. Like I understand, you know, the tapping, like making sounds, like I understand that that can be distracting for some people, but if I'm like like tapping my not tapping but like moving my leg under the table or moving my body and I'm not really making any sound and someone has an issue with it I tend to ignore them because if I don't do something like that I'm not going to pay attention to them and then they're going to get annoyed about that I get like I said I get the tapping I get making sounds but yeah. if I'm like moving and that annoys them tough luck yeah I never um 
I, I didn't have to make a noise. That, that wasn't it for me. It was just the movement and the, and the pattern. Uh, so if I was tapping a pattern, uh, even mentally, um, then I could focus on yeah. whatever task. Mm-hmm. But I would say like a lot of the like tapping and stuff like that, it definitely for me at least, it would affect more my relationship with people that don't know me as well, right? But then with family, it's like a whole different ball game, I feel like, because they're the ones that are around you all the time. And like, I feel like sometimes like my mother is like one of the only people that can tell the difference between something that I'm doing that is an ADHD symptom and something that I'm doing is that is like, I, I, I have more control over that, right? right? Like, so like for me, like if I have a task, so say I need to unload the dishwasher. When I was in college, I hated unloading the dishwasher. It was like, I don't know. Some days my ADHD would k- kick in so hard that it was like I was trying to walk through a wall, trying to unload this dishwasher. And like my parents would be... um kind of able to tell what days it was that and what days it was me just being like, I don't really want to unload the dishwasher. (laughs) Um, So I, I don't know. Like, I guess I would wonder to the group kind of how is it different when your ADHD symptoms manifest around your family versus when they manifest around strangers or other or friends, even um, in other social situations. Cause there is kind of like a unique aspect to family dynamics that is different with than when you're around friends or other people. Well, I, I when I'm around social situations, I, I'm probably more aware of you know eye contact with who I'm talking to and paying attention to what they're saying, remembering their name. Also, if I've just been introduced, that's a biggie. I have a hard time with that on people I just have met. It must be genetic. <laughs> nah, it just might, must be ADHD. <laughs> Maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's ADHD. Find out next week. Maybe Go it's Maple ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go for what? No, no, I, I, that's all I was saying on that. But I, you know, I, when I'm in social situations, I, 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 I think that I tend to be more uh, sort of trying to focus myself uh, on that situation because you don't want to be rude. You know, if you're at a, a purely social, and of course, if you're in a business uh, situation, you want to have. Uh, you know, some degree of, of uh, decorum and uh, business-like uh, attitude. Do you guys ever forget the names of very, very distant cousins? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do all the time, absolutely. and, like, I feel ashamed, but also there's nothing I can do about it. Like, no, there, I not. have cousins we just, that I just still don't know their names. Well, we just went through, uh, unfortunately, a, a funeral, um, and... There was lots and lots of not only not only cousins, you know, direct first, you know, first cousins, yeah, um, that you don't see for years and years, uh, and also neighbors that I hadn't seen, you know, I actually some there was uh, three people I knew I went to high school with that that came, and uh, and th- oh, I did not know that, and uh, I, someone had told me that they were here beforehand, so I then I knew that was easy, and one person I recognized. Uh, this guy from from high school named Tony, only because he's six foot eight and you know probably two eighty, so he's an imposing figure. Yeah. 
But names, yeah, for, for names have always been challenging to me. Always, always. Now, not the cousins thing, you know, is, is that just was, you know, with length of time, having yeah. seen somebody. And they've changed so much. And like I have uh, four four cousins from the same family, sisters. And, uh, you know, you, 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 which one was the middle one? Which one is the second or third one, you know? I'm but, fairly uh, certain I heard you ask that question of them. Who's the oldest? Who's no, the oldest? no, no. Maybe mommy did. Oh, mommy might have, yeah. yeah. So. That's why it's good to bring a significant other to events oh, like that. That way you can say helpful. to them, I don't know. Yeah, yeah tremendously this is, helpful. Can you just ask for me? My mom actually did that because she was trying to, you were trying to remember who one of our cousins were. Yeah. And we were at the wake and my, my mom literally just goes, I'm going to go ask. And my dad's like, what do you mean you're going to go ask? I don't remember. Like, well, I don't know either. I'm going to go ask. And she just went and asked and told us. Yeah. And I don't remember the name now. I don't know if you remember the name. <laughs> well, in over the years, I have learned um, in uh, in any situation when if I'm if I'm if I'm a flying solo, I'm on my own, and I and I'd forgotten someone's name. I really don't have a problem going up to saying, "I'm so sorry, I forgot your first name," and uh, and they're always like, oh, "No big deal," and they tell you, and then right then is when I tried really hard to repeat it to myself internally yeah. to really you know, sort of make sure I, I know uh, from that point on. And that helps. It's not, not perfect, but it helps. So Yeah. Well, actually, I think I'd like to um, bring the conversation back a little bit into immediate family mm -hmm. um, just because um, there's definitely family dynamic just in our household that happens. And I know for you that I know that even though you, your parents didn't have any, don't have ADHD, but. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about a, a household dynamic, especially when someone has like mental issues, like like remembering things and getting distracted and stuff like that. Like it's a struggle sometimes in our house. Yeah. 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 As we're kind of talking about challenges, I would say really one of them. I mean, my ability to forget tasks and neglect tax tasks really does have a strain on family relationships. I mean, I luckily... And we should say this because we both have been very, very lucky. Not everybody is as lucky as we are that we have really understanding and accepting families right. yeah. um, that are very forgiving. Uh, but my mother, she puts up with a lot. Like I when I was in college, I almost always forgot to call her. And it didn't mean that I didn't love her. It That had nothing to do with it. It was just that my mind was so consumed with n things that are new and novel and demanding that there just wasn't there just wasn't space for me to remember for me to connect that part of me that always would randomly sometimes think oh my god my mom would love this or oh my god like I miss my mom it wouldn't remember to connect that with calling her or with texting her right. yeah so it would go like weeks and eventually she'd say, Rose, like, why haven't you, you called? Are, are you, you alive? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I'm just having a great time. But I mean, I just, when I look back on that, I feel bad. And also, like, there was not, I didn't have control, really. Yeah. Yeah. Over that. Um, and the same thing with, like, house, household tasks or things like that. Um, well, household tasks for me, I know you people, it's a, it's a podcast people can't see, but Rose and Alexander can see. I have four different sheets of paper with things reminders I, I tried using my phone for a long time and, and that that works sort of good for like things that you have to 
maybe a, a grocery list or something like that. But but all my different tasks that I have to get accomplished in a certain day or by a certain time frame, I have notepads all around the house. And that's why I have four pages here because I've torn them off to consolidate them and make sure they're all in one place so that I know. But um, I, if I don't write it down at the moment I'm thinking I have to do it, then I will definitely forget it either for hours or till the next day or, or whenever. Um, so, so that for me has been, you know, crucial in trying to get, you know, get, stay on task and get things accomplished on your, you know, your to-do list, so to speak. Yeah. I have to write things down in like three or four different places a lot of the time. And then sometimes I still forget. I have it set on my phone to, if when it goes off that I can then push a button to remind me in an hour or I can set it to remind me in an hour or I just keep reminding me constantly appointments or meetings i always put on my calendar with and then then i put two notifications on so and then that and that that works for me yeah but i'm just remembering to go do something i'll like set my reminders to like go off every hour or something like that and that usually works sometimes i have the sometimes it's just like i don't feel like doing it right now and then i'll put it off and procrastinate but it normally it works but i think mommy since she's the um the neurotypical in the house, it, there's there's got to be a strain on her, just because. Oh, clearly. Yeah, there's most definitely a strain on her. I think now, not to throw you under the bus, I think it's a little bit more with you, just because you're constantly around each other most mm-hmm. times, and I'm either, you know, doing my own thing or I'm not home or something like that. But I think also she definitely gets frustrated with me sometimes. <laughs> Well, and, and, and it could very well be more with me than you, as you mentioned, because we're together so much, so much more physical time. Yeah. Well, n- now, well, not, not in the past, because I'm older than, I'm 18. I'm, I'm older than 18. But. Right. Awesome. So I really actually like agree with like the more time that you're around somebody, the more your ADHD is going to be an effect on them and so i like so i used to when i didn't live at home after i got past the phase of like never calling my mom which was not a great phase because that was like a whole other manifestation of the adhd but once i kind of like turned that into a task turned that into something that i that was like a priority and managed to let go of some of those other things that i had thought were really important but maybe weren't quite as important as keeping in contact with my family I was living about like an hour or so away from my mom and it ended up, I, I kind of was able to like kind of keep in way better contact with her and it was like way more enjoyable because I wasn't always, it wasn't living with her. I was living on my own, but I could see her and visit her whenever I wanted. We could get lunch and stuff like that. And so I was able to, uh, I would still struggle with, you know, when I went over to her house or our house where I had grown up I would still like forget to like help clean up after dinner or something like that but it wouldn't be as big of a deal and she'd just remind me and then I'd do it and then it would be great this is a constant reminder not yeah. constant sorry that was the wrong word I mean constant it, reminders are good like I was saying in the beginning of this episode I like still forget people's birthdays and it's not like I forget when it is I'll remember the general time but I still like sometimes forget um my mom's birthday like i remember this one time i was uh wait stop it's tangent wait it's, um <laughs> i think you may be right even though you jumped the gun i believe that it is dun, 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 dun. Tangent, tangent time, time. 
So my tangent is quick. It's basically just that Sorry. I I had to go to the doctor. I was in college and I went I was going to the doctor on my own and I had insurance like through my through my mother and I was at the doctor. They were like, "What's the birth date of the insurance policy holder?" And I couldn't remember. Okay, in your defense, I remember my mom's birth date, but uh, the year can't yeah, remember. Yeah, the year I could never ever remember it. Well, I remember dates and numbers very very well. It's always I do been too. my no, thing. No, so. I do too, but for some reason mommy's and your birth year mm-hmm. can't remember. But I was texting everything else I can everyone remember. in my family. I was so embarrassed that I couldn't remember because I remembered the day, but I, I didn't remember the year. Yeah. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I don't remember how old, A, my mother is. Because obviously, if I remembered how old she was, I could have done the math. And B, I didn't remember what the year was. And so I was texting my grandmother and my aunt and like... Everyone but your mother. Everyone but my mom. And then none of them were responding. But I like had to go into this doctor's appointment. So finally, I, I had to call my mom. And I was like, mom. I forget what's your birthday <laughs> and that's the story <laughs> what is um is it 1960 no no yeah yeah your, your mother's mom? okay yeah. mm-hmm. i was like racking my brain just now like i can't remember year you just never mind what? um <laughs> wait that means that uncle gary's birth year is 1950 right that is correct is in that do you do you ever do two tangent times in a, in a podcast yeah yeah it's well, always tangent time well there you go um yeah so i guess that would be we could we should probably talk a little bit about the gifts now although your father did not one thing he did not pass on to you was his ability to come up with the gifts because he has been spouting them left and right and saying the positives all day i try to be positive in (laughs) every aspect of my life i've reached an age where I realize, you know, how what's really important and what's not. It's not important, you know, to have another thing, another toy, another whatever. Although I want and like those things, what's important is really, you know, the love of your family and your friends and 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 experiences you have with them. So, so basically, what you're saying is that you're old. I am. Well, it's not that I'm old. <laughs> People get this perspective. That, You're yeah. welcome. People get this perspective at, at many different ages. For me, it took me many years to get a, a perspective that I feel is. But but positivity, I I just don't I I don't want I I don't have any room in my life for negative. Yeah, our on brains social are media, so full. On social media, I've I I don't limit myself as much as I think I should. But I've definitely stopped following people that were on my uh, on my list on my friends or whatever they call it on Facebook and other platforms i've just stopped following them because i don't the negativity no, i'm sorry keep it to yourself it's, yeah you know, i've done that too it's uh there's too much good stuff going on to focus on the negative mm-hmm. i think that that's a really good outlook to have especially about i mean obviously with mental health like you cannot not acknowledge the challenges right that is a mistake in my opinion but i also think that to ignore the positive sides of any situation is also you're hindering only yourself that way um so i don't know i mean i would say like one of the gifts of adhd for me in relation to my family is kind of what i was saying earlier of like once i turn i had kind of a pivotal moment when i was in florida that i realized how much i missed my family and how important they were to me and once i kind of had that that moment 
I felt like I was really able, it became a, like almost a hyper focus for me sometimes when I really want to get some family time in. Like I'm really good at like getting us together to go see a movie or something like that. I'm really good at initiating um, contact and time together. So I think that that's, you know, that's definitely a gift for me at least. And I'm the opposite. I'm bad at keeping in contact. I didn't um, say I was good at keeping in contact. Well, social media has really helped me keep in contact with, with uh, not only friends, but mostly the cousins we were talking about uh, earlier. If it wasn't for social media, um, I wouldn't be nearly as in communication with some of them as I am. And well, that's, that's true. And yeah. that I'm really grateful for that. It was really, really nice. Obviously, it was a horrible scenario, but it was a really nice seeing my cousins and everything. Yep. Yeah. It is. Keeping in contact is hard, but I feel like you got to do it. It's not even that. It's like you want to do it. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. You want to do it, but time goes by and you don't realize how long it's been since you've talked to somebody. And you, I, I personally have to, have to actually you know, make a conscious effort to be in touch with the people I, uh, you know, that, I, that are close to me. Um, and, I, and if they don't contact me, I can't say, oh, geez, well, they must not like me that much. It's not, that's not it. They have lives. Everybody, we all have, so we're so busy. We have work and we have school and we have family. It's, it's hard to say, I'm going to dedicate, you know, X amount of time. You know, I'm going to call my cousin. I'm going to call my brother. Uh, I'm going to call my friend in New Jersey, whatever. So, I mean, it takes a lot of effort, but that's, that's, you know, it's part of life. But yeah. I think that like ADHD, um, a lot of the skills that it has like allow you to put a lot of effort into something right like if if you're passionate about something at least i find it's not hard to put in the necessary effort oh if i'm if i'm if i have an interest in a topic i can read about it till the cows come home if i have an interest in a in a a hobby or or a task i can hyper focus on it yeah so there's been sorry there's been times where you have been we're in right now the room we're in is actually a little bit different than a normal setup we're in my dad's office with all his recording things i i know that there's been times where you like come up here at like 9 p.m and you're like i'm only gonna do an hour or something and you come down at like 2 p 2 a.m right because you got that into whatever you well i'm you know i i I tell a lot of people i'm the luckiest people they i'm the luckiest person they know because i feel that way about myself and i'm you know there's not too many people have their own personal recording studio and i don't it's you know i'm i'm lucky that i don't just have a you know uh, a usb mic and a computer i have a large format console and all the bells and whistles that go with it and it's a great place to even if i'm just doing paperwork to uh to put a record on the turntable and listen to it through this system it's um you know it takes me to another place yeah which is good it's awesome and it also like helps you to kind of forget about the issues of the day or the stresses of the day so and going back to family this is really cool that you're so willing to kind of share this element of your life with us and you're just being extremely generous and it's wonderful Thank yeah, you. So thank you. I, I appreciate yeah, thank that. You. you know, and part of you know the equipment. Uh, there's when I when I say it, you know, it, it affords me a, an opportunity to to make you know sort of make the world go away. There was a famous song years ago, "Make the World Go Away." I won't sing it for you. Um, but when we had the restaurant, um, I used to sometimes go into the kitchen and to, and give the dishwasher a different task, and I would just wash pots and pans for 
20 minutes or half an hour. And when you're doing that sort of a task, um, repetitive. Yeah. You can just, you can just get absorbed in that one task and, and those myriad of issues that are weighing you down, you don't think about them for just a little while. And it's like a, it's like a reprieve, you know, a temporary, it's a temporary reprieve from the governor. I Um, didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. Uh, there's a again. I meant and right in the beginning of the show. Uh, your this particular podcast. I mentioned that I I have over time uh, with my advanced age um, had learned many different coping me- mechanisms. You know. Um, yeah. And and even still, in living with ADHD is it's a it's a pretty rough go sometimes. But how lucky you must be, Alexandra, to be able to ask him and get all of those coping mechanisms. I wonder if you they guys don't all work for me though. I wonder if you guys or anybody else who's listening has ever walked in circles, and you probably know exactly what I mean by that. On the phone, I Can walk in. On the phone? Well, either that, or, either, or sometimes not. But I walk into a room and I'm thinking, I, what did I come in here for? Then oh. I go back the other direction, oh, yeah. circles. and then I and then I remember and I go, well, and then but then I think something else and then i go back in the other direction and you realize in in a space of like you know 16 seconds you've just made you know six about faces you know <laughs> and uh and you every have, time i leave the house and that you, happens to yeah me. and you have to just stop and throw up your hands and just take a deep breath and go okay it's one step at a time you know yeah yeah the faster you move i feel like the more easy it is the to more frantic boo-boos you get the more likely you are to forget something that you need to do yeah. Yeah, and so. Well, I have a cousin whose favorite expression is "slow down, you'll get there faster." <laughs> and that's real. It's true. That's so that true. Uh, Uncle Jimmy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. I think we're kind of getting to the point where we should sort of start to wrap up definitely, for the day. Definitely, yeah. Um. So, but you know, this was really amazing getting to talk to uh, you. I know you come from a completely different generation of mental health and. Uh, ADHD awareness and it's so uh, cool to hear about what your experiences are and what kind of your experiences are living with Alexandra who also has ADHD which I'm pretty sure I get it from my father thank you so much really just you know experiences in general (laughs) and we all you know no matter what generation we're in no matter what our family dynamics are if you have ADHD uh, it's going to affect your family and you know that you're not alone in that nobody I yeah, know you're not alone Mm-mm. we all kind of have we're all in the same boat with that so yeah. let's just kind of drive that home like we got your back if you if you ever feel alone just listen to this podcast and you'll feel less alone um yeah please welcome to our community please follow us on social medias on facebook we are uh the group what was i saying question mark living with adhd yeah and on instagram and twitter the same handle for both is what underscore was i saying and yeah please join us on those and continue to join us for future episodes we're so happy to have you here yes and thank you again uh my father for um for being so kind to walk up a flight of stairs and join us today. well thank you for <laughs> thank you for the invitation to be on your show i really appreciate it i was a little disappointed when i found out there was no fee, uh, appearance fee but uh, but that's okay uh there is though and um if you recall there is and i'm going to give you a hug after this oh that's right I, that's right so but yeah so this is uh what, what was i saying living with adhd